right, all right, all right. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. With John Leonetti. That broadcast school has really paid off. Matt Wilkham. Mark Amadeo. Good morning. And Deacon Tony Valdez. Well, good morning, everyone. John Leonetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Appreciate you being a part of it today. Friday, September 1st. we got a great one in store for you today. Father Andrew Winchittle is going to be coming up in about uh, in just a few minutes. Going to be talking about... Uh, the gospel for this Sunday, as he always gets us prepared, our Iowa Catholic Radio spiritual advisor, Jim Graves at 715 today. He's the intake coordinator for the Adult Rehabilitation Center. Uh, and I, I'm really excited to talk to him uh, today. And he's he's got a story to share. I mean, when, when it all comes down to it, he's got an incredible story to share. And and uh, what has helped him, um, you know, through recovery himself, but also just helping so many others uh, through recovery. We'll have uh, Jim Graves on at 715 today. Gary Zimak at 745. Why God? You ever asked that question before? Why? Why? Is there a better question to ask God? Is that something that's okay to ask God? <laughs> you know, why, why is this happening to me? Why is something happening to me and not happening to them? Uh, we'll have Gary on about 745 to talk all through it. Why God's going to be the topic for today. We'll have your news with Matt Welcome, Mark Amadeo. We'll have your sports. We'll have your weather with Deacon Mark. Let's get to it. All right. Let's pray our morning offering. Deacon Tony's out today. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, our words, our joys, and our sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love Mary, Mother of Jesus, and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Matt Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. With a new team of electricians, they now serve all home maintenance concerns. GoldenRulePHC.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Welcome. Pope Francis made history Friday morning when he became the first pope to travel to Mongolia, the world's most sparsely populated sovereign country. The papal plane touched down in Mongolian, in the Mongolian capital of Ulaanbaatar, with the Holy Father being welcomed by the Asian country's foreign minister and a young woman who offered the pope a cup of traditional Mongolian dried curds. Pope Francis told journalists aboard the chartered flight that to to visit Mongolia is to encounter a small people but a big culture. The 86-year-old pope will spend the first day in the Mongolian capital resting at the Apostolic Prefecture. His, His first public event will be a welcome ceremony on Saturday in a city square with the country's president. Nine hour flight. Yeah, several countries to fly over to get to Mongolia, sending China. Telegrams to the leaders of China she and did. Russia along the way. So yeah, I saw those. I saw those telegrams. I, I was. Uh, you know Chinese? No, 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 no. He, <laughs> he he actually wrote it in English, which was oh, kind of funny. Okay. 
<laughs> I actually saw him, <laughs> but he wrote he wrote those in English. But uh, yeah, sent them to the Chinese people, which was kind of fun, you know, to be able to see him uh, see him do that. Yeah, absolutely. Iowa has joined four other red states in sending a warning to America's largest law firms. Stop using race-based hiring for employees and contractors or, quote, you will be held accountable. Brenna Byrd of Iowa is among five Republican attorneys general to sign off on a nine-page letter to executives of the firms saying that they must refrain from discriminating on the basis of race, whether under the label of diversity, equity, and inclusion, or otherwise. In a Tuesday social media post, Byrd wrote that, quote, Differential treatment based on race is not only divisive but illegal. We expect our attorneys to follow the law, the law like everyone else. The letter cites a June U.S. Supreme Court decision that struck down affirmative action admissions policies used by Harvard College and the University of North Carolina. Led by Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen, Byrd and Attorneys General from Arkansas, Kansas, and Kentucky argue that the decision extends to private employee, employers. A car driving with a bull in it, that's right, a bull, was pulled over by police in northeast Nebraska's biggest city. Don't worry, he didn't steer. Nor <laughs> for... <laughs> Look at this. Nor... On a Friday, no Look less. this guy. <laughs> Norfolk Police Captain Chad Ryman said it didn't take long for officers to track down the modified Ford Crown Victoria sedan with a bull riding shotgun after a 911 call about it driving on the main highway entering the city of roughly 24,000 Wednesday morning. The car that Lee Meyer has driven in parades across the area for years has half the windshield and roof removed to make room for his bull named Howdy Doody to ride along. A yellow metal cattle gate serves as the passenger side door, allowing for the Watusi bull to be tied up, and a set of longhorns serves as a hood ornament. Ryman said Meyer told him that when he went to a recent parade, he drove Howdy Doody in a proper trailer, so it wasn't clear why. He decided to load the bull into his car Wednesday and drive the 36 miles from his home in Neely to Norfolk. Ryman said that there were clearly some traffic violations, but the officer let Meyer off with a warning. As mm. long as he returned, he turned around and took Howdy Doody home. Wow. And wow. <laughs> gives new meaning to Howdy Doody time. Yeah, it does. And now for your scoreboard update with Mark Amadeo. In sports on your Friday morning, last night, week one of the college football season got underway. It was number 14, Utah, defeating Florida 24-11, to while the Minnesota Golden Gophers defeated Nebraska by the score of 13 to 10 in Minneapolis. And in Columbia, Missouri, it was the Missouri Tigers defeating the South Dakota Coyotes by the score of 35 to 10. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, there were no Midwest teams that were in action on Thursday. In the National League, beginning with a doubleheader today at noon, the Chicago Cubs are at the Cincinnati Reds. First pitch at noon, followed by game two of their doubleheader at 530. The Cubs just three games behind first place Milwaukee. And later today, the Philadelphia Phillies are at the first place Milwaukee Brewers. First pitch at 7 o'clock as they begin a weekend series. And finally, the Pittsburgh Pirates are at the St. Louis Cardinals this weekend. First pitch tonight at 7.15. In AAA baseball last night, it was game three of the Iowa Cubs. Six-game road trip at Toledo. I-Cubs defeated the Toledo Mud Hens by the score of 10-7. Tonight is game four of their series. The Iowa Cubs at the Toledo Mud Hens. First pitch at 6 o'clock in Toledo, Ohio. The Iowa Cubs now in third place. They're three games out of first place in the International League's West Division. 
High school football tonight here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It's week number two of the high school football season, and it's number one Dowling Catholic at number six West Des Moines Valley. Our pregame show gets underway tonight at 6.15 with kickoff at 7 o'clock from Valley Stadium in West Des Moines in a Class 5A high school football district top 10 matchup. Join Matt Mainring, John Scheidel, and me on the broadcast tonight here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact, we're talking about a Watusi bull riding shotgun in a vehicle over in Nebraska. The hide from one cow can make 144 baseballs, 20 footballs, or 12 basketballs. Oh, or. Okay. Yeah. So not, not and, but uh, that's something, though. 144 baseballs? 144 baseballs, so the the leather yeah. is used in many different ways, but uh, apparently a, a very uh, important element of sports. Hmm. So How many footballs? 20 footballs, 12 basketballs. Didn't mention anything about bo- volleyball. We were talking about volleyball yesterday. Yeah. You want you want to know a uh, really interesting fun fact? What's that? There are more ba- uh, footballs brought to a game than baseballs. Really? Yeah. That like a new football for every down of like we're talking about the are, NFL. Yeah, yeah. There for the for an NFL game, there are more base or football, excuse me, that are brought than baseballs to an MLB game. Wow, which is kind of crazy. Crazy to think. I'm thinking about yeah, all the. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking back to Deflate Gate and Tom Brady and yeah. how he was able to uh, get yeah. all those footballs deflated yeah. to the uh, proper. Uh, think about all those foul track. balls, all that, and yeah. uh, they. That's one thing about a baseball. It's kind of hard to deflate. Yeah, a baseball. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, they, can, they, can, they, they, they can make ways of nope. juice in the baseball. There's, mm, uh, that's you could do something. Yeah, that that has happened. Well, all I can you know. say to that story is. Rawhide. There you go. We'll look at the news or the Mm. weather uh, coming up today. We've got uh, sunny conditions with a high near 87. Uh, Tonight, clear with a low around 62. And tomorrow, Saturday, the first day of the uh, holiday weekend, sunny with a high near 95. Going to be hot and dry all weekend long. Uh, Currently around the area, Des Moines at 56, Marshalltown at 54, Knoxville 55, Sheraton checking in at 56 degrees this morning. Oh, interesting. Weather, the, weather this morning brought to you by the Man Up West Power Lunch. Next Friday, September 8th at the at St. Francis of C.C. Parish in West Des Moines, we'll have speaker Dr. Kevin Kilcally, a licensed psychologist and nationally certified health service provider. Dr. Kilcally is a Catholic husband, father, and founder of Integrative Psychology Services in Clive. He will provide a presentation that will offer insights on loneliness, addiction, building friendship with God and our neighbor. Program begins at noon and lunch is provided by Chick-fil-A or bring your own. Register or learn more uh, information about all the Iowa Catholic Radio events at iowacatholicradio.com. I'm Deacon Mark Campbell with your uh, Iowa Catholic Radio Network forecast. And I I mentioned Sheraton uh, because we've got some big news to announce this morning, Matt. It is a momentous day. Actually, last night I got a call from our engineer, Greg, who was down in the Sheraton area. And we want to welcome... Uh, the newest listeners to the Iowa Catholic Radio family, the newest family members down in southern Iowa, KIHC 105.3. Welcome to you. Uh, This is a station that is a 34,000-watt powerhouse providing Catholic radio on the FM dial from 
folks to, uh, from Osceola to Ottumwa, from Indianola, Carlisle, all the way down to Missouri and beyond. That's a big signal. Huge. Yeah. And a huge day for Iowa Catholic Radio. Can we get that here? I was actually listening to Were it you? In, in our parking lot. I was listening to it in my garage in Ankeny. Really? That's how big of a signal this is. It's massive. Yeah. 30, 30, you said 34,000? 30, 36,000. Yeah, 36, for 34,000 watts. Holy cow. On a 600-foot tower yeah. on the north shores of Rathbun Lake. Awesome. A big congratulations to you, Matt. You've been work, working very hard oh, for this is, this on this, is Matt's uh, on thing. this project. He, and, he uh, can, yeah, this is, can this is a, work a, this stuff like no one else, uh, man. A truly a praise God moment, but uh, Matt has really been the hands and feet and, and working this uh Working this opportunity that was presented to uh, to us, and, and well, so it's really exciting to be on uh, down in the south central part of the state. So awesome. yes, well, echo the welcome to to all of our new listeners this yeah. morning who who may have uh, been tuning in to hear the old format, <laughs> <laughs> some oldies, and yeah. uh, and uh, we're uh, able to share the, the the hope and love of Jesus Christ with them. So that's yes. exciting. But I wanted to say, you know, obviously this is a team effort, and uh, I want to take thank everyone who was a part of of this. You know, from Joe Teeling, Rick Ball to uh, I mean, all the other board members who said yes to this and all the other Iowa Catholic Radio team members that, who have been working to, you know, look, look for prospects down there to help make this happen. Well, I've been working ways. hard, you know, to make this happen. So I finally, finally got it. There you go. <laughs> Thanks, John. I didn't do a single thing. <laughs> Not a single thing. Great work, Matt. Great work, team. Awesome stuff, guys. Uh, let's go to Father Andrew right now with our gospel for uh, this Sunday. Good morning, Father. Good morning. Uh, God forbid, Lord, no such thing shall ever happen to you. And Jesus turned to Peter and said, get behind me, Satan. There's just no way to make that sound polite. Ooh, ouch. Yeah. yeah it's uh, it's stark contrast to uh, you know, last Sunday's gospel. It follows immediately after that where Peter makes his great confession and Jesus louds him and, and places him basically at the head of head of his uh, earthly church. Uh, and then he goes and, and does this. <laughs> so it's kind of the story of Peter's life, at least in, in the Bible, is, is how impetuous he is sometimes. Um, but that, that's the reality of it. And uh, Peter, or Jesus, uh, as always, doesn't fail to make the connection uh, here that uh, the, uh, the connection between uh, the, the um be, being a Christian, of, of following him, uh, and suffering. It's, it's, it's an intrinsic connection and we're fools to think otherwise even though it's very much within our nature to shy away from pain and suffering as much as possible yeah um that doesn't mean necessarily that we go looking for suffering um um because what matters is that it is that god allows it to happen in our lives uh as we often hear for a greater good uh and ultimately that greater good eventually is is the um eternal life he's prepared for us well this line here and i gotta cut short uh, this segment but uh, th- this is a powerful gospel friends but you are thinking not as god does but as human beings do i mean when it all comes down to it when it comes down to our lives when it comes down to every situation every suffering every joy it, it, it we we have to do everything we can to turn our minds to god and allow him uh it, it, you know allow him to take over his will to be done to be thinking as he does, not as we do. Man, that is hard, Father. Would you give us your blessing this morning? Yeah, just real quick. We yeah. say it every time we pray to our Father, that will be done yes. as it is in heaven. Yes, so we do. We know it because we say it, but mm. it's hard to live it. Amen. So.
The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. And the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Father Andrew, have a great weekend, Father. You too. Take yeah, care. You are thinking not as God do, does, but as human beings do. Whew, that's the that's the hard one, folks. It is hard, as, uh, as Father Andrew said. It's hard in suffering, most especially. Uh, coming up right after this, Jim Graves is going to be on. He is um, uh, intake coordinator for uh, Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center. He's got a great story, but more than anything, he's given help and, and offering help to so many in need. We'll have Jim on when we come back hearing all about the Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center. John Linetti here on the Catholic Morning Show. Friends, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Knights of Columbus, Borman, and Pfeiffer Agencies, serving Catholic families in Iowa, offering life insurance, long-term care insurance, disability insurance, and retirement annuities. The Knights of Columbus is a fraternal benefit society able to provide financial security to members and their families. Learn how Knights of Columbus agent Justin Wadley can help. 563-689-6801, 563-689-6801, or kfc.org. Iowa Catholic Radio would like to thank our business partner, Gold Dome Buildings. Gold Dome is locally owned and operated, serving Des Moines and surrounding areas since 1992. Builders of garages, farm buildings, customized backyard sheds, and playhouses. GoldDomeIowa.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Catholic Charities of the Diocese of Des Moines, where empowering individuals and strengthening families have been the cornerstone of care for a century. Services for neighbors in need include a food pantry, professional counseling, emergency family shelter, and refugee resettlement. At Catholic Charities, lives are transformed and you can be part of the mission. To learn more about how to help Catholic Charities fulfill Christ's promise of help and hope, visit catholiccharitiesdm.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Ashworth Vision Clinic. Complete eye exams, contact lenses, glasses, glaucoma testing, and urgent eye issues. 515-440-4610. AshworthVision.com. Support for programming comes from M Squared Spa in West Des Moines. Catholic owned and operated, Mary McDermott offers massage therapy and aesthetic services to help people achieve whole body wellness. Learn more at MSquaredSpa.com. MSquaredSpa.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Thank you to our business partner, Matt Moffat, offering Fiber New Restoration Services. Eco-friendly and mobile, Matt can come to your home or business to repair, restore, and renew damaged leather, plastic, vinyl, fabric, and upholstery. Learn more at fibernew.com slash Altoona Des Moines. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Gary Zimak in the second half hour, friends. Make sure to stick around if you can. Why God? Is that an okay question to ask? Is it okay to ask God something that, you know, something that might be happening to you and you think, why? Why? Is there a better question to ask? We'll have all that for you coming up with uh, Gary in the second half hour. Let's go to our next guest, intake coordinator at Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center. Jim Graves joins me. Hey, Jim. Hey, John. How you doing? Jim, you got a great story, man. A a great story. How do you get into this work? You know, as far as what? What I do right now? Yeah. Well, you know what? It happened about 2019. 
I was uh, I had some addiction problems, and I came to the Adult Rehabilitation Center, and it's a six-month program, and it is a spiritual program where they believe strongly in Jesus Christ and the Bible and the mm. teachings, and I knew very little about, you know, the Bible. I knew about Jesus Christ. I knew very little about the Bible, but... The six months that I was here turned my life completely around. Really? Was it alcohol that got you in? It was that. Yes, it was. It was alcohol. It was probably, you know, the, I experimented for probably about 40 years. Holy and cow. it just, yeah, and um, I tried everything. I tried everything, and nothing was working. Wait, wait. You, you, tried, you tried getting into rehabilitation for 40 years? No, no, no. I drank for 40 years. Oh, you drank for 40. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Yes, yes. Uh, but I tried around 2010, I started going to treatment centers, 28-day programs, and I found out that, you know what, they just weren't enough. Mm. They weren't enough for me, and finally I went to a treatment center in, called a Zion Treatment, and the counselor there said, Jim, you know what, 28 days isn't long enough for you. Wow. You need a rehabilitation center. And she found me the Adult Rehabilitation Center here in Des Moines, which very you know, a lot of people don't know that we even exist. Yeah. And I came here, and John, my life completely turned around. What What was the difference between all the other places you went and uh, in Salvation Army? It wasn't long enough. They weren't long enough. Yeah. I needed longer rehabilitation to be able to, you know, fight my addiction. So you'd go in to these 28-day places, and then you'd come out and you'd just start drinking again? No, sometimes I would last, you know, anywhere from 30 days all the way up to a year. Really? Yes. What would cause you to, to after a year, what would cause you to, to, to start drinking again? You know, that's a good question, and I didn't realize this, but it wasn't the alcohol I was diagnosed with uh, bad depression and severe anxiety. Sure. And I didn't realize that, and I was self-medicating myself with alcohol. And a lot of us do that. A lot of people out there, a lot of people with addictions out there don't realize that there's something else might be wrong mm. if you keep turning to your drugs or alcohol. And I had some really good psychiatrists that stepped in and said, Jim, no, 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 alcohol is a part of the problem, but the depression and anxieties are the other parts that you're you're just self medicating yourself with alcohol. Wow. So they put me on some medication, and you know, ever since then, I haven't even thought about it. Really? So, so yes. you you've been free now? How long? It's going on almost five years. Does the temptation go away? No, it doesn't. They're there. It's there, especially when you walk into a convenience store and everything's at the front counter now. Yeah. You kind of look at it, and I just smile, <clears throat> and because of my faith in God, and I know that he's there for me, I just, you know, it it, I, it leaves me. Yeah. But it's still there. You still have dreams. You still have addiction dreams. Addiction dreams? I've never heard of that. Yes. Well, uh, you wake up in the morning, you had a bad dream, you wake up in the morning, you drank all night in your dream, you wake up, and you feel that, like, you start looking around for the bottle. Really? Yeah, they're scary. They're scary. And they're, they go away after a while, but, you know, I, I still have a few every now and then. Yeah. And I, I shake it off. I, I thank God. Thank you, God, for, you know, it was just a dream. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, you move on, but you, you've got to move on. Interesting. Um, Salvation Army uh, it has a rehabilitation center. Explain a little bit about the rehabilitation center there. What What is it and what, how long is it? Well, it is a six-month program. 
And what we do here, we, we actually take people in. We're, we're a men's program here in Des Moines. <clears throat> we have people come in. They're homeless people, people that are incarcerated, or people just down on their luck and, you know, have nowhere else to go and sure. completely out, you know, ran out of options. And what we do here, we are six months. We offer, we give classes Monday through Friday, which are basically addiction classes, Bible study, Christian living, relapse prevention, drug awareness, anything that we can do to get into their heads where they can go back out into society a better person. Mm. We also have chapel twice a week. And, you know, it, it's a great program. It's a great program. They stay here. They live here. They do work therapy here. We do work therapy for because a lot of people, believe it or not, John, have never worked before that come to us. Really? You mentioned yeah. the homeless. So it, homeless will come and check themselves in there. No, what they do is they'll call me or they'll come in and I'll talk. You know, we interview them. And there, there's criteria that will keep people out of our program, just like any other rehabilitation program that, you know, we can't allow it. And what we do is we find another place for them. Good. Good. Yeah, because, uh, you know, you just don't want to send them back to the street. No, we don't. And we do. And we try to, you know, we'll find a place for you. We'll take you there. You know, first, you know, you probably need to go see a behavioral health professional, you know, and then after they do all the talking and, you know, if the behavioral health professional says, yes, they're okay, they can come back, you know, we'll take them in at that point. But we still do have criteria that we, you know, won't allow certain people in. What's the key uh, to, to uh, overcoming an addiction like you did? The key. Yeah. What's the key? What do you look believe to and you say, your, this is it? You know what? When you do that, you believe, you have to believe in yourself. Hmm. Nobody else is going to believe in you. You know, they may say they believe in you, but if you don't believe in yourself, you're not going to believe in others, and it, it just doesn't work. You have to want this. You have to want to recover from your addiction. So many people go out there, and they come to me. They sit down. Well, I'm doing it for my family. I'm yeah. doing it for my kids. I'm doing it for my employer. No, no, no. You have to do this for yourself. You have to believe in yourself. You have to believe in a higher power. My higher power, of course, is God. Salvation Army is God and Jesus. You have to do that. You have to take control of your life because nobody else has that kind of power over you. Do you ever see yourself in the people that you're, you're sitting across from? Do you ever see yourself like you think, uh, well, this was me? You know, 10 years ago. This, this, all the time. This was me five years ago. Yeah. You know, this is me six years ago. Right. And, you know, I, I, even, I tell them my story. Do you really? You know, I'm the perfect example. Whenever somebody's sitting across me and say, hey, I was sitting in that chair four, four and a half, five years ago. Give me your story. For yeah, I, I got a few minutes left. Yeah. My story is, is basically, uh, you know, I was a skeptic all my life. And... I wasn't a non-believer, but I was a skeptic. I doubted. And in 2005, something happened in my life, and I just finally I told God, you know what? I don't need you. I can do this on my own. Wow. And I went on and went on for years. And then I just had a meltdown. I gave up. I was done. And, you know, I, I went to the hospital. They took me in. And it was really, really remarkable. A lady came in. She didn't have an ID on, a stethoscope or a clipboard or anything. She sat down. She talked to me. She goes, you know what? You're going to be all right. You're in a safe place. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. And I honestly believe that was an awakening. And when I said, God, please take me back, in my mind, God was saying, Jim, I never left you. Wow. 
and it's just remarkable, remarkable. That's incredible, Jim. Um, people that are um, are suffering from uh, addictions, is it just alcohol, or is, there, is it all things? It's all things. All it's things. all things. Okay. You know, we're, we're running into a problem with heroin, which is laced with fentanyl. Unfortunately, some people overdose on it, and they don't recover from it. Mm. Meth is huge in Iowa. You've seen a lot and, of it? You know, I've seen a lot of it. You know, the majority of my people here are, are it's meth-related. Really? Yes. It's incredible. It's easy to get on the streets, believe it or not. Really? How do people get involved? Uh, or, do they have to check themselves in? How does that all work? A lot of times, if they're incarcerated, their probation or parole officer will call me. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, their families will call. And first question I ask their family, well, do they want to come? They have to want to come. And then we'll talk to them. But, but basically, it's through a phone call. Uh, you know, a lot of word of mouth people, you know, say, yeah, I went to the program. It's a great program. Give them a call. And, you know, we work from there. Is there a website? There is a website. It's just Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center. Salvation? And it, well, it, it, Salvation. Army Dot Rehabilitation Center. Yeah, actually, all like just put in Salvation Army Adult Rehabilitation Center, and it will pull up all the locations that we have them at. Got it. You can Google there. Jim, yeah, thanks for coming sure on there. and sharing your story and sharing this powerful program, man. It's awesome to have you on. Well, thank you very much for having me. God bless you all, and you all have a great Labor Day weekend. God bless you too, Jim. Jim Graves, everyone, intake coordinator for the Adult Rehabilitation Center at Salvation Army. Uh, it, it's just a powerful story, you know, and uh, it, listen. There's there's no shame ever in getting help. If you need help, uh, there are so many different places. This is one of them, uh, and Jim's got that story that uh, certainly changed his life. Awesome stuff. Gary Zimak in the second half hour, friends, author of several books. We're going to talk about why God. Have you ever asked that question before? Why? Something happening to you? Why? Is that an okay question to ask? Why? Is there a better question to ask? We'll have, uh, we'll have Gary on coming up in the second half hour. John Lee here. On the Catholic Morning Show, let's go right now to your daily gospel and reflection. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus told his disciples this parable. The kingdom of heaven will be like ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. The foolish ones, when taking their lamps, brought no oil with them. But the wise brought flasks of oil with their lamps. Since the bridegroom was long delayed, they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight there was a cry, Behold the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins got up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish ones said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise ones replied, No, for there may not be enough for us and you. Go instead to the merchants and buy some for yourselves. While they went off to buy it, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went into the wedding feast with him. Then the door was locked. Afterwards the other virgins came and said, Lord, Lord, open the door for us. But he said in reply, Amen, I say to you, I do not know you. Therefore stay awake, for you know neither the day nor the hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Hi, this is Father Nick Smith, parochial vicar of Christ the King Parish in Des Moines. This parable of the virgins has long been seen in the tradition of the church as a parable about sanctifying grace. Sanctifying grace, of course, is the grace that is given to us in baptism. 
where we become temples of the Holy Spirit. We become partakers of the divine nature. We become, in a sense, like God. We share in the divine nature that Christ possessed in his human nature as well, which is to say this is the grace that makes us friends of God, allows us to share in the inheritance of eternal life. If we don't have this grace in us, if God has not given us this grace, well, then we cannot share in his eternal life, in his eternal inheritance. This is the kind of grace that we cannot share with others. It is a particular grace for us, which is why we must always foster this grace through our prayer, through our receiving of the sacraments, through constant reading of scripture. This fosters this life of God within us that allows us to always be a friend of God, to know his voice in our lives. We can pray that others may come to receive this grace as well through the grace of baptism. But strictly speaking, we cannot share it with them because God has given it to us. Let us be like the wise virgins then and keep much of this grace for ourselves. Hold, have much in stock by the grace of God. Of course, it is a gift from him. But we must foster this grace through our continual life of faith, continual life of prayer, and a life in the church. Let us continue to always resolve to do this today so that we may be ready to welcome the bridegroom. May God bless you, and let us continue to pray for each other. Support for programming is provided by Gregory Waddle from Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors. Is your financial portfolio pro-life? Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors offers investment products designed for faith-based investors. Seek to align your faith and your finances with a portfolio that does not benefit from abortion, contraception, human cloning, or embryonic stem cell research. Visit kofcassetadvisors.org. kofcassetadvisors.org. Knights of Columbus Asset Advisors is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investment products are not guaranteed and may lose value. The on-air portion of the Iowa Catholic Radio Fall Fundraiser starts Monday, September 25th. Be sure to tune in for local and national guests with inspiring stories about the positive impact of Iowa Catholic Radio as we seek to be fully funded for the remainder of 2023. But you don't have to wait to pledge. Call 515-223-1150 or donate now at iowacatholicradio.com. Your gift will be matched dollar for dollar. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Thanks for tuning in, friends. Your Saint of the Day coming up here soon. Gary Zimak as well, author of several books. We're going to talk about today asking God the question, why? You ever done that? Yeah, I think we all have. Right? Why? Is there a better question to ask? Why, God? Did this happen to me or did this happen to them? We'll have all that for you coming up. Gary's in Mac at about 745 today. Let's pray our morning offering. No Deacon Tony this morning as we pray. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all of our thoughts, our words, our joys, and our sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and our strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Let's go to Matt. Welcome now with your news. Thank you, John. News brought to you this morning by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, Cooling, and Electrical. With a new team of electricians, they now serve all home maintenance concerns. GoldenRulePHC.com. Good morning. I'm Matt Wilkham. 
Pope Francis made history Friday morning when he became the first pope to travel to Mongolia, the world's most sparsely populated sovereign country. The papal plane touched down in the Mongolian capital of Ulaanbaatar, with the Holy Father being welcomed by the Asian country's foreign minister and a young woman who offered the pope a cup of traditional Mongolian dried curds. The 86-year-old pope will spend the first day in the Mongolian capital resting at the Apostolic Prefecture. His his first public event will be a welcome ceremony on Saturday in a city square with the country's president. The Holy Father also sent a telegram to Chinese President Xi Jinping and the people of China as the papal plane entered Chinese airspace on its way to Mongolia. You know how many Catholics are there? Like 1,450. That's it? Out of 3 million 1,450 Catholics. And, and just, just so everybody knows, John's on his computer and Google it. Matt had that knowledge. Yeah, right on the Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt knew it. Well, I, that was like a, a Jeopardy moment right yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty good. I'll take Mongolia for 300. I mean, can you believe that? And he's going, and he's going there. The Pope is going there, which is awesome. Yeah. What a small, small, I mean... Let's put that into like uh it's smaller than Winterset when he when he visited Winterset for when Pope John Paul II came. How many in, in people 19- are in Winterset? Uh that's a ton of like what, three thousand, right? Yeah, I think so. So it's half of Winterset. Yeah. Crazy. Unless I'm unless I mean I don't have my computer in front of me, so I don't know, maybe I'm maybe I'm off. But. Yeah. It's just crazy. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The federal pause on student loan repayments is set to end today, three years after it began. For countless Iowans, the pause was a welcome relief from the hardships of the COVID-19 pandemic. However, in June, the Supreme Court ruled that the president did not have the authority to cancel student loan debt for millions of borrowers. With that ruling, the federal pause on payments would also come to an end 60 days following the decision, which is Friday. Throughout the pause, not only were payments not required, but interest was also halted. Now interest will start once again today with payments starting in October. A car driving with a bull in it was pulled over by police in northeast Nebraska's biggest city. Don't worry, he didn't steer. Norfolk mm. Police Captain Chad Ryman said it didn't take long for officers. Uh, so good. We gotta have it I know, we got to so. do it again. Officer, officers to track down the modified <laughs> Ford Crown Victoria sedan with a bull riding shotgun after a 911 call about it driving on the main highway entering the city of roughly 24,000 Wednesday morning. The car that Lee Meyer has driven in parades across the area for years has half the windshield and roof removed to make room for his bull named Howdy Doody. I just love saying that. It was a sight to see. <laughs> to ride along. A yellow metal cattle gate serves as the passenger side door, allowing for the Watusi bull to be tied up. And a set of longhorns serves as a hood ornament. Ryman said Meyer told him that he went, when he went to a recent parade, he drove Howdy Doody in a proper trailer, so it wasn't clear why he decided to load the bull into his car Wednesday and drive the 36 miles from his home in Neely to Norfolk. Ryman said there were clearly some traffic violations, but the officer let Meyer off with a warning as long as he turned around and took Howdy Doody home. Mm. <laughs> I, I feel like this is, a, this is one of those creative writing stories from, from Matt's youth. 25 like priests in Mongolia. <laughs> Their first ordained priest was only back in 2016. Yeah. I like how you're switching gears here. And well, just to clarify, there's over uh, the population of Wintersets 5,300. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's I didn't mean fifth. to slight, slight the uh, population yeah. of so our uh, Christians there. there in Mongolia, uh, 23,000, I'm sorry, 36,100. 
Um, Buddhists, 53% of the population. Get this. Okay, so so 3% Sunni Muslims, 3% traditional other uh, faiths, um, which 39% of the country is atheist. Wow. Well, that is massive. Yeah. yeah. That's mission. The United States aren't even, isn't even close to that. Fertile ground for the gospel. Think of how secular this country is. Yeah. And yet we're not even near 40%. Literally most people believe in God. I think maybe, I mean, we're rising. There's no doubt about it. What is it? 8% Uh, now? Used to be like 3%. I think it's it's higher. uh, Is it higher than 8%? No. 8% atheist? In the United States, how is forty percent of the population? That is incredible. We can hash this out after our sports, our scoreboard update. I suppose. <laughs> the Holy Father, meanwhile, bullish on Mongolia. Ah, <laughs> now for your scoreboard update with love Mark it. Amadeo. In sports on your Friday morning, last night, week one of the college football season got underway. It was number 14, Utah, defeating Florida 24-11, to while the Minnesota Golden Gophers defeated Nebraska by the score of 13-10 to in Minneapolis. And in Columbia, Missouri, it was the Missouri Tigers defeating the South Dakota Coyotes by the score of 35 to 10. Yesterday's Major League Baseball scoreboard, there were no Midwest teams that were in action on Thursday. In the National League, beginning with a doubleheader today at noon, the Chicago Cubs are at the Cincinnati Reds. First pitch at noon, followed by game two of their doubleheader at 5.30. The Cubs just three games behind first place Milwaukee. And later today, the Philadelphia Phillies are at the first place Milwaukee Brewers. First pitch at 7 o'clock as they begin a weekend series. And finally, the Pittsburgh Pirates are at the St. Louis Cardinals this weekend. First pitch tonight at 7.15. In AAA baseball last night, it was game three of the Iowa Cubs. Six-game road trip at Toledo. I Cubs defeated the Toledo Mud Hens by the score of 10-7. Tonight, it's game four of their series. The Iowa Cubs at the Toledo Mud Hens. First pitch at 6 o'clock in Toledo, Ohio. The Iowa Cubs now in third place. They're three games out of first place in the International League's West Division. High school football tonight here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. It's week number two of the high school football season. And it's number one, Dowling Catholic at number six, West Des Moines Valley. Our pregame show gets underway tonight at 6.15 with kickoff at 7 o'clock from Valley State. Stadium in West Des Moines in a Class 5A high school football district top 10 matchup. Join Matt Mainring, John Scheidel, and me on the broadcast tonight here on most of these Iowa Catholic Radio Network stations. And with your Friday morning sports update on the Catholic Morning Show, I'm Mark Amadeo. Thank you, Mark. And finally, today's fun fact. During the War of 1812, American soldiers received shipments of beef labeled U.S. Beef. The shipments actually came from Sam Wilson, a meatpacker from New York. Soldiers being called uh, began c- calling their beef Uncle Sam's Beef, and the name and character of Uncle Sam stuck. Nice. Give me some beef. I'm hungry. What do we got for the weather, Deacon Mark? Well, tonight's going to be sunny with a high near of uh, high near 87. Tonight clear with a low around 62. And tomorrow we'll. Uh, uh, Team Campbell is going to be participating in the Sadale High School Alumni Softball Tournament, mm. and we will be uh, uh, we'll be getting our sweat on. It's sunny, high of ninety five tomorrow. In fact, 
uh, hot, dry conditions throughout the uh, Labor Day weekend. Currently around the area, Des Moines at 58 degrees, Story City at 57, Oskaloosa also at 57, and Centerville checking in at 57 degrees this morning. Uh, we have coming up next Friday, the Man Up West Power Lunch with Dr. Kevin Kilcally. The, uh, he is a Catholic licensed psychologist and nationally certified health provider, uh, father, a husband, and founder of Integrative Psychology Services here in Clive. His presentation will offer insights on loneliness, addiction, and building friendship with God and neighbor. Uh, the program begins, begins at noon at St. Francis of Assisi in West Des Moines with lunch provided by Chick-fil-A, or you can bring your own. You can register for that event and look at all the other things coming up uh, this uh, end of summer, fall, and winter at iowacatholicradio.com. And as we mentioned earlier, uh, we, we have some new listeners, and so we're going to be throwing out some uh, some newer cities and, and giving uh, weather uh, weather updates for our new listeners down in south-central Iowa, Matt. That's right. 105.3 KIHC is the station that uh, we we just began broadcasting on last evening. And so welcome to all of our Iowa Catholic Radio newest family members in southern Iowa. We're so excited to have you with us. Here. And also beyond Iowa into Missouri. Part of this station really reaches very deeply into Missouri. And so we want to make sure that we include our friends in Unionville and Queen City and uh, nice. all, wherever else, Mercer, uh, Missouri. Uh, but uh, KIHC, in case you were wondering why the call letters, I, I was doing some research and we already, we already have another station, an FM here in Adel with the call letters KIHS. And so it's a crystogram, as you probably know, John and Deacon Mark, it ch- stands for Jesus. And uh, so it's sort of an abbre- abbreviation, IHS, but a uh, I didn't know, but, uh, but until I, I was looking this up. But a, another lesser-known version of that is IHC. Mm. So the license, the city of license for this station being Sheraton. I thought that might be a nice, a nice sort of tie-in as well as Catholic. Of welcome course. to the family. So that's right. Welcome KIHC one hundred five point three listeners in Southern Iowa. We're awesome. Very happy to have you. Love it. Love it. Bringing in new listeners all the time. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Today we're reminded not just of a holy man, but also of the rich history of the church and the faithful who passed on the faith to us. St. Jails today is a confusing saint because there's not a lot known about him. He was born in France in the 7th century and he founded a monastery in the south of France that became a starting point for people who were making a pilgrimage to the Holy Land. It's really about it. Despite his obscurity, though... He was a really popular saint during the Middle Ages. There were several churches named for him in England, a section of the city of Brussels as well. Plus, he was included in the 14 Holy Helpers devotion in Sweden, Germany, and Hungary. Of the 14 Holy Helpers, Jails was the only non-martyr. Such devotion made his popularity spread. Jails was soon invoked as the patron of the poor and of the disabled. We ask today, St. Jails pray for us. Amen. All right, when we come back, Gary Zimak's going to be on. We're going to talk about the question, why? Why God? Is that an okay question to ask? Is it okay to ask God why if something's happening to us or maybe someone else? We'll talk through that when we come back. Uh, Gary Zimak, when we uh, don't go anywhere. John Lee Nettie here on the Catholic Morning Show.
You're listening to the Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. It's Friday. Here's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines this September 1st. I'm Anne Marie Cox. Make plans to come to St. Francis Parish on Tuesday, September 26th to see the relics of St. Jude Thaddeus. Known as the Apostle of the Impossible, the relics will be available for veneration starting at 1 o'clock. Veneration will pause at 7 o'clock for a Mass in honor of the saint and then resume until 10 o'clock. The Vatican has asked a group called Treasures of the Church to make the relics of St. Jude available to the faithful throughout the United States. Contact St. Francis for more information. Catholic Charities is looking for families that want to make new friends. They need families willing to take new refugee families under their wings. Have the refugee family over for dinner. Help them practice English. Help them grocery shop and explore together the sites and activities around Des Moines. To be a part of this volunteer program, contact Catholic Charities and ask for Shalom. That's your news from the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Anne Marie Cox. Have a great weekend. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Skeffington's Formal Wear. In business since 1951, with locations in Des Moines, West Des Moines, Coralville, and Ankeny. Skeffington's Formal Wear, fitting you for life celebrations. Online at skeffingtons.com. The St. Anthony Golf Outing is Friday, September 8th at Blank Golf Course in Des Moines. Foursome and sponsorship opportunities are available with 100% of the proceeds supporting St. Anthony's School and Parish. Visit iowacatholicradio.com. Thank you, St. Anthony's, for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio comes from Next Generation Realty, a Catholic and family-owned flat-fee brokerage serving Central Iowa since 1994. Next Generation Realty can handle every step of the process of buying or selling a home. Learn more at nextgenerationrealty.com. Thank you to our business partner, Big Red Q Quick Print. Family-owned and operated since 1980, Big Red Q Quick Print is a full-service print shop ready to help you with all your printing needs with speed and accuracy. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. BigRedQ-DesMoines.com. The Catholic Morning Show on Iowa Catholic Radio. Hey, big shout out to Mark Amadeo. WeAreIowa.com has a great story on him celebrating 40 years of calling Dowling Catholic football games. The uh, What I see here, he had no idea in 1981 when he was asked that his uh, career would turn into a legendary career, which it has. 40 years, man. Congratulations, brother. It's awesome. All right. Let's go to our next guest. Gary Zimak. Hello, sir. Hey, John. Good morning. Hey, good morning to you. Um, why God? You know, is that is, is it an okay question to ask? Because I've asked it. Yeah. You know, it's funny, John, in all the years you and I have been chatting on this program, and in fact, in 12 years of full-time writing and speaking and radio and TV, I've never talked about this before. Mm. But a couple days ago, I felt the Holy Spirit leading me to say, this is what we should talk about. On the program today, is it an okay question to say, why? Why, God? Why is this happening? Why are you doing this? Here's my belief. As long as we're directing that question to God, having dialogue with him, I think it's fine. I think it's acceptable. I mean, it's encouraged. The Lord wants us to ch- to talk with him. So in, in, in that context, when we're directing the question to God, it's fine to ask the why question. However, we want to make sure that we don't get stuck on the why, mm. and realize that sometimes God's going to do things or put us in situations where we don't understand, and that's where the faith and the trust comes in. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I do, do you ever get an answer to that question, like right away? Right? I mean, I, why God is this happening? And it says, "Well, yeah, uh, wait." 
or, or, or yeah. you know, uh, right. keep praying. I mean, it's just one of those. It, it's Yeah, not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But sometimes that is the answer we get. And I'm sure you've gotten it. Like just that feeling that that reminder that, well, he loves me. He's in control. He's letting this happen. There must be a reason. And, and that's often the answer that I've gotten. And and that's what keeps me moving forward. And, I, and again, I think this, the danger is when we say, all right, I'm, I'm waiting here. I'm going to need an answer, Lord, to this question. You've got to tell me why this is happening. And I'm not doing anything else until you give me that answer. That becomes problematic. Yeah. I, I, um, you read sacred scripture. I mean, the Psalms have something to say about this. Yeah, and I think, look, if it, it, when we when we ask that that question, when we pose that question, is it okay to ask why? Yeah. Let's look at Psalm 22 and hear those words of Jesus on the cross. What, you know, why, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? But if we read through that Psalm, Psalm 22, and there's another one that follows the same pattern, Psalm 74. It's, they both begin with the why question, but in each one of those cases, it doesn't end there because mm. the writer of those Psalms goes into, but in the past, Lord, you have always been there before me. And right right then, it begins to shift with that, with that recollection that, hey, God, you've always been there in the past. Things begin to change. And those two psalms both end much differently than they began with that expectation, that hopeful expectation that, no, oh, you're going to come through for me, Lord. Yeah. I'm going to have confidence in you. Yeah, let me say as well, when you ask that question, it's easy to beat ourselves up. It's coming mm-hmm. from a place of faith. Yeah, that's right. It really is. Especially, so don't yeah, be afraid to ask that question. Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking to God, you believe him. You believe in him. So if you're asking God the why question, that's a good thing. And yeah. So many, you know, that, that can be part of our journey. It's part of my journey. My yeah. goodness. I mean, how, how many times do you, you have to ask? But the Lord, you know, again, he doesn't necessarily or he may not necessarily let you know right away. But, um, you know, in the end, it's it's always his time. It's always his will. As hard as that can be for us, this is this is it. But it's OK to ask. Right. It, it is. It is. But I, I would say this, John, why is a good question to start with? But I think after why, what is an even better question? Mm. What do you? What are you trying to teach me? That's good. In this, right? Or, or what do you need me to do in this situation while I'm going through chemotherapy, Lord? What are you trying? What do you? Why do you have me going through this cancer? Mm. Why did you have me lose my job? How can I serve you? What do you want me to do? I think that's uh, you know shows some progress, and I think it's the next logical question after why? What? Amen. What's your website? Followingthetruth.com, brother. Followingthetruth.com is where you can go find all things Gary Zimak. Good, short and sweet, man. That was good. I needed to hear that this morning. God bless me you, brother. Me too, John. Thank you, brother. Thanks for having me. We'll God talk bless. to you soon. That's Gary Zimak, everyone. Followingthetruth.com. Oh, Gary's a great guest. Great. Love having him on every month. A little shot in the arm. Deacon Mark, would you give us your blessing? Most certainly. Uh, Almighty God, we give you thanks for this day, for uh, the opportunity to expand our broadcast reach to our, uh, extend our extended family down in South Central Iowa for the mission, the apostolate of Iowa Catholic Radio. May we always uh, be at your service, seeking only your will. And as we enter into this holiday weekend, may all travelers be safe. And may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit come down and remain upon us all and lead us to his everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in today, friends. I am John Leonetti. We'll talk to you next week. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
the Catholic Morning Show is a production of the Iowa Catholic Radio Network. To hear this and other programs, visit iowacatholicradio.com or download the Iowa Catholic Radio app.